Attention cannabis radio listeners. Do you suffer from chronic pain, anxiety, depression, or PTSD? These are the most common qualifying conditions for medical cannabis. Did you know that in many states you can visit a doctor online with no waiting rooms, no drive, not even an appointment needed? See a doctor right from your smartphone. It's fast, convenient, and it'll save you money as most states don't collect taxes on medical cannabis purchases. So what are you waiting for? Go to MarijuanaDoctors.com slash Cannabis Radio and get $5 off your on-demand medical card evaluation. Welcome to Chronic Risk, the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association. Stay tuned for expert advice and analysis on issues pertaining to risk in the cannabis industry from NCRMA's members and certified service partners. Chronic Risk, secured by the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, starts now. Chronic Risk is the podcast that gives insight on risk and the cannabis industry from the NCRMA's partners, members, and affiliates. Today, we are joined by a man who can provide us insight into occupational safety in the cannabis industry. My guest is our very own Chief Risk Management Officer here at the NCRMA, Alex Herding. Alex has an educational and professional background as a water and soil scientist and safety professional. He has legally cultivated marijuana as a medical caregiver and as a facility manager in a licensed greenhouse. He has experience starting marijuana businesses, including license application, facility design, construction, operational development, and management. He currently provides services here at the NCRMA, including occupational safety and health services, training, and risk management for the cannabis industry. Alex is here because he developed four new cannabis occupational safety and health courses for our NCRM Academy. These courses are developed for everyone in the industry from entry level to managerial. They give a basic introduction to occupational safety and health, the hazards and the safety plans necessary to keep the cannabis workplace safe. For more information about these and our other list of courses, uh, you can find those at ncrma.net backslash NCRM Academy. So Alex, I'm turning the tables on you as you've been the host of the show over the past couple of weeks. Uh, So for those who don't already know, in your words, can you give us a little background on your safety experience? Yes, thanks, Jen, for having me. Yes, it's it's interesting being on this side of the table. But uh, no, thank you um, for for hosting here. And I'm excited to really tell everybody um, about these courses. And so, yeah, a little bit bit about my background Safety. So I've been in safety, um, occupational safety for over 20 years now. I started off um, getting certified in hazardous waste operations. I was a HAZWOPper, um, 40 hour OSHA HAZWOPper certified for over 20 years. Um, so that's hazardous waste operations and emergency response. I worked in a lot of really hazardous um, areas where I was looking at uh, water quality and, and old mine sites. So I worked on a lot of very toxic old mines. Um, and then I also worked as a, um, a safety officer um, for some engineers doing really big construction in Denver. So I was, uh, I was the safety guy making sure that all the workers were doing everything right on those big infrastructure projects. And um, yeah, and then I, and then I moved into the cannabis industry. I, um, I started a cannabis cultivation facility. Um, I got one of the first licenses up in Leadville. 
Um, and I ended up actually working for a competitor um, after things went awry. But uh, we started as cultivation operations. And um, that's where I realized the gap in safety in this industry. And what I did is I went out and, and I developed what I see as a world-class uh, safety program for the industry and started developing courses, which we're excited about uh, to release to to our members and uh, to really anybody in the industry. Wow, that's uh, quite a journey. Um, and just grateful to have you on our side here at the NCRMA. Um, cause I know, uh, the wealth of knowledge that you, that you bring with you through experience. So can you dive a little deeper into some of those specific experiences, uh, regarding safety in the industry that, um, that you kind of inspired you to put yeah. together? Uh, Thanks. Yeah. Well, thank you for the kind of words. Uh, and, um, and yeah, so there is, you know, it, it, it's really confusing. One, it's the industry where, you know, the the federal and state, you know, conflict where the rules are. And that's, you know, obviously it's looking better in 2021 um, federally, but there's still a lot of conflict. And I don't see that being ultimately resolved for quite a few years now. But one of the biggest misconceptions in the industry is that since OSHA is a federal agency, that they don't actually have, they don't enforce their standards and rules, um, which is not the case. OSHA officially is in the industry. They're writing violations um, and, and every cannabis employer uh, must adhere to these OSHA standards. And so that's, uh, it's a lot of education um, in the industry is a lot of lack of understanding. Well, what do I need to do? Uh, what, you know, what does a safety program, OSHA compliant safety program look like? What are the, you know, the common hazards? And, and really it's just a lot of, it's a lot of, it starts with education. You know, it starts with educating that OSHA is here, their standards are here. And in certain states, they have their own safety departments that enforce OSHA's and more stringent rules like Arizona, California, Michigan, et cetera. They have their own safety, um, departments that the, that is enforced by the states. And so really, you know, in, in those states, particularly, they have had some decent outreach to the cannabis industry, but it's just a lot of, you know, it's a, it's a lack of understanding of what, who is enforcing what, where, and what do I need to do to be compliant? Got it. Now, diving into that a little deeper, what would you say for either new business owners or mature business owners? What are some of the top major safety issues that you've seen and or experienced within the cannabis industry? Yeah, that's a that's a good starting point, really, because, you know, really any safety program really starts with identifying the hazards of of your workplace and um, in this industry, you know, the, the way OSHA designates this industry is actually they call it general industry. So some industries have more are, are higher risk, like mining and construction, and they have their own um, specific standards. It, cannabis industry falls in general industry. And, and a lot of um, the, the hazards in this industry are really do you find in, in, in any, any other industry, like slips, trips and falls. That's probably one of the biggest ones. Um, so, you know, this is just a, one of the most common ways to hurt yourself really anywhere, but, um, but slips, trips and falls working at heights. Um, those, those are very common industry, uh, industry injuries. Um, there's also really, you know, there's, there's a high electrical hazard because of all the equipment and lights that are being used in this industry. Um, 
electrical hazards are are really high. There's also, you know, in cultivation, there's an additional um, standard outside OSHA's um, safety standards that 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 cultivation facilities have to adhere to, which is called the Worker Protection Standard, and that deals with pesticide regulations um, and standards that that you have to meet when you're applying pesticides, and so. Pesticide exposure is, is another common issue in this industry. And, and something that we focused on at the NCRMA um, as well, which is a unique hazard to this industry, which is, which is ergonomic hazards. And of course, ergonomic hazards, um, which is, um, I, I guess I should define what an ergonomic hazard is. It's, it's basically how a person fits into the workplace and tool. And so um, you want to design the job to the person and not the other way around. And so there's a lot of hazards with repetitive motions out there, you know, that are common lifting hazards. Um, pruning is a, you know, a very repetitive motion that can lead to some hazards, but trimming is one of the most unique hazards in this industry as well. And um, that's, there should be an ergonomic process involved in all of these operations. And so those uh, are probably the most common um hazards that that every business every cannabis owner and operator should be aware of when they're coming in to the industry so it really does sound like every aspect of the industry and uh you know and these businesses there is some form of risk in every single role and uh and function so um and hey it's it's really uh interesting to learn that we're among the general category right. uh, cuz i think you know for all, those of us who are in the industry nothing about what we've been doing or what we do feels uh you know like we're we we'd fit in the general category so it's almost kind of refreshing to hear that you right. know hey slips and falls like you know the things that are likely to happen in any other business i mean it's not refreshing to hear that that can happen but um just to right. know that we fall in the general category Right. Yeah. yeah no, no, we're not the weird kid in, in all the categories. Yeah. Right. The ones that, uh, yeah. The cannabis industry as a whole. Yeah. It definitely feels like the, uh, <laughs> the stepchild in a lot of ways. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, but here, yes, we fall in, we're just, we're just normal hazards. It's a, you know, it, it, it's not an exceptionally hazardous, you know, industry, um, but there are some specific industry, you know, hazards that should be, you know, thought of by, you know, by anybody, just like any other industry, any retail store is going to have the same, you know, hazards as, as a cannabis dispensary, you know, so. Absolutely. And that's why this conversation, these courses are so valuable because whether or not you're new to cannabis or you're new to business, um, these are, you know, potential hazards that everyone needs to be aware of, uh, and get on top of before they become a larger problem. But with that being said, uh, let's take a, let's take a commercial break and uh, we'll be right back to, uh, keep this conversation going about your new Academy courses, patient health, safety, and health. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart. Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold. 
so it seems like a smart investment. Look for Smart Pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. You're listening to the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, NCRMA's Chronic Risk, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. Um, Jen Zalkin from the NCRMA interviewing another one of our own, our Chief Risk Management Officer, Alex Herding. And before the commercial break, we were discussing the safety or major safety issues uh, that one might encounter in the cannabis industry and Alex, before we uh, we dive into the conversation regarding your courses, uh, I just want to ask, uh, what do you think we can expect to happen with safety regulations as the industry continues to grow? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, and it, it goes back a little bit to that conflict between the federal and state. Um, but but the, but the good news about occupational safety rules, again, there is an OSHA standard that every all 50 states have to adhere to. Um, so the good news is that we know that there's a floor, uh, that these OSHA standards are going to have to be, um, they, you know, they're going to have to be met. And But there is going to be some interesting um, development on the state level. I think I'm really looking at, at Cal OSHA because Cal OSHA, um, the California um, safety departments, uh, they have the most stringent rules really in the country. And it goes back to the, the ergonomics um, that I was discussing. They have the, really the only, they're the only state that enforces ergonomic standards. So I expect to see states like California set additional standards on top of, of the OSHA federal standards. So I think they'll, they'll set the standard on, on how, you know, how to protect employees uh, with ergonomics and and i think that will happen across across the board and um, with with the uniqueness of of the industry i think there's going to be you know they're, they're going to look at a lot of different exposures because there's new molds that are coming in you got microbiology you got um, different types of chemicals that are used in this industry so you'll see different thresholds different standards coming for the unique um, parts of this industry. But as a whole, I think the good news is that we know there's a floor, here's some minimum standards, and we can build off of that. So just for clarity, um, so are you saying that there's the federal OSHA standards, and then the states each have the ability to um, to set further standards um, right. like yeah. based off of OSHA? That's right. So what they do is called a, a state plan and so every state has the option to to enforce their own safety rules. Uh, it has to at minimum meet the uh, OSHA standards, and they and they almost all the times have additional more stringent rules. So each state, you can go to OSHA.gov and just put in their search bar state plans, and what you'll see is that a list of and it's really close. It's almost 50-50. I want to say it's like. Somewhere less than 30 uh, states have have their own state plan. It's somewhere just north of 25, I think, 26 or 27. And so each one of those states, um, you can click on OSHA's you know, um, link there and it'll show you the additional rules that they have on top of OSHA. Um, so it's, it's each state's prerogative to enforce these rules or not. And in most cases, they're... You know, 
I don't believe any additional states will come on that already haven't. Um, I don't think cannabis will be the the factor in that. So it's 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 pretty much set. You know what states out there are enforcing these rules and and what what additional standards they have. Interesting. So uh, let's let's uh, segue into talk about your four new cannabis occupational safety and health courses. Yes. Um, tell us about them. Yeah, no, we're really excited about this. So these courses, it's it's I, it's a basic introduction to occupational safety and health in, in the cannabis industry. And so each one of these uh, provides uh, specific information on, on what, what rules there are um, and hazards and, and how to protect them. So the first one we have is introduction to cannabis occupational safety and health. This really is, uh, uh, it, it dives into the rules and regulations. We talk about the Occupational Safety and Health Act and really the big, the big umbrella rule there, it's called the, um, the general duty clause. We go in and explain how, what that means and how it protects workers. Uh, we discuss in there as well how to control hazards through the hierarchy of con um, controls. And we discuss basic principles in developing a safety program. And then we go um, into the second uh, uh, course, which I guess it doesn't matter which order you take these in, but um, we go into the hazards next. We go into the physical hazards, the common physical hazards, the, um, and that's its own separate course. And then we also have biological and chemical hazards in, in, in another course. And of course, we talk about each one of these common hazards you'll find in the industry. We talk about best practices to control these hazards and, 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 um, and plans that might you might need involved to, to control these hazards as well. And then the final course we have is our health and safety plans course. So what, what plans do you need in your safety program um, at your business to control all these hazards. You know, the common ones out there that every business needs are the hazardous communication plan um, as, uh, as well as emergency action plan. And we, we go into quite a bit um, of others in those courses. So that's just the high level. These are the basic, you know, components of, uh, of a safety program in this industry that you need to know. So um, it's really just a basic introduction again to anybody coming in the industry or a manager operating a facility what do you need to have to have an osha compliant safety program absolutely and uh, let's face it managing risk and facing the potential hazards is the least sexy part of the cannabis industry and uh, as maybe the one of two people who have already taken these courses. Um, I just also want to add in that uh, it was beyond incredibly informative, very easy to read and understand. And I commend you on taking a very dense uh, series of topics and really making them easy to digest, easy to understand, and very applicable for when you walk away from taking the courses, all four of them together, um, you're left with an understanding of what you need to know, an understanding of what resources are out there and where you need to start um, to put together um, systems, processes, and standards within your own business to ensure that um, you're keeping your employees safe. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, and it is it is very heavy topic. This is 
Not yeah, safety classes and uh, safety meetings. Funny, you know, ironically enough, in the industry, you know, it's a kind of a code for hey, let's go smoke some weed. Um, it's a good to a safety meeting, but this is a real safety meeting here, and we it is really important. Um, yeah, like you said, it isn't it isn't especially sexy, but but when you realize how seriously you can get hurt or one of your coworkers can get hurt, um, it it makes the importance of this really clear. Um, and, and no job is worth getting hurt. Um, it really, I mean, unless you're, you know, you're in the military and you're really putting yourself on the line. I mean, even then, you know, we want everybody to come home safe, but there really isn't a job that you go to in the morning that is worth, you know, coming back with any less digits or eyes, you know, you want to go home safe. And so that's what ultimately this is about. It's just, having everybody go home safe at the end of the day. Um, and I know yeah. a lot of these rules can be cumbersome and, and complicated, but it's also important to know that every one of these OSHA rules was written in blood, essentially, because these rules were not set because they think it's a good idea. These rules were set because people were really getting hurt and injured and dying. And um, so it's actually really refreshing to live in a country where we do have these protections um, as as workers, and that we all should go home safe. And that um, yeah, this is it's a fun industry, but it's still not worth uh, getting hurt for. I mean, number one, the safety and health of your employees should always be the most important consideration in the operation of any business. Before before anything else, um, you know you must ensure that you're creating an environment and a place for business to get done um, that is safe for the, the people that are that are in there working for you, working with you, um, and for your customers. Yeah, yeah you absolutely. Know, employees can slip and fall. Your customers can slip and fall. Yeah. Um, so it goes both ways. Yeah, yeah. And, and really, it's, you know, your most important asset of your business is your workers. And so this is this is just something important. And, you know, and I, and I'm honestly surprised by the lack of attention to this. I mean, everybody wants to, it seems like everybody wants to do the right thing, but, but sometimes, you know, they, they don't do it because it's, it's, it's not right in front of them. In this industry, I say, you know, it's like drinking from a fire hose and they don't, you know, a, a lot of times they don't know what they don't know. And um, that's usually the reason why why these, you know, in businesses don't have a compliant OSHA program, you know, so that's why it starts with education. We just want to get the information to these businesses, to these individuals, and just ultimately just keep keep their workers safe. Yeah. And something that we always talk about at the NCRMA is um, the fact that the unknown unknowns are ultimately what can be the demise of your business, of your goals, of, you know, the success of, of your business. So um, that's really why we exist to help uh, to help you understand those unknowns uh, and not only know that they exist, but know how to prepare for them uh, and to um to most successful successfully and seamlessly move beyond them. If, you know, they are, they do become front and center as, as, you know, a bigger problem uh, that disrupt your day-to-day business. Um, so this is, this is real good stuff. Let's take a, another commercial break and uh, we'll jump back in a couple minutes and talk about uh, the NCRMA. Chronic risk will continue after we visit our certified advertisers. 
celebrate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. You're listening to the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, NCRMA's Chronic Risk, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, once again, I'm Jen Zalkin, the manager of marketing for the NCRMA and the regional director for the East. I'm here talking to my fellow cohort, Alex Herding, who is our chief risk management officer here at the NCRMA. Uh, we just covered uh, what what y'all can expect uh, when taking our newest Kosh course load. It's four total courses. Uh, but now, as we close out, I just want to cover and, and see, you know, how Alex can just explain in his best words, how else the NCRMA can help cannabis businesses with their safety programs uh, beyond these courses. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And, 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 we, and we can do this in a lot of different ways. Um, we're going to be working um, closely with some insurance providers where we can provide risk services, where we can go in and do an assessment of a facility. But, but even we, we can, we can work outside that scope too. We can work, we can help um, consult with businesses. We can get, we can help give templates for safety programs. We can help um, develop those safety programs. We can help implement, we can go in and actually customize um, training for facilities, Um, whatever a, a facility may need, we can definitely help. Um, we can help um, create a world-class pr- safety program. So if anybody is looking for any type of assistance or just wants some information and resources, you know, again, it's about education, about resources. A lot of these businesses um, d- can do this on their own. Some want really, um, you know, some specific help. Um, and, you know, we, we want to provide the resources that they may be looking for. So yeah, feel free to reach out to us at NCRMA. Dot net um, and 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 drop us a line and um, let us know let us know what you need and we'd love to help. That's the truth, um, Alex. I want to thank you for your time, not only here today, but uh, the time that you put in on creating these four courses. Uh, it's quite a load of information, so it's no easy feat. Um, and I just you know want to uh, further. Um, you know, point out that through Alex's leadership here at the NCRMA, um, we're consistently um, making sure that we are not only a champion for the product within within your facility, but we are a champion for the people. And these courses are, uh, you know, completely um, proof of that. And, uh, you know, we really, really live by the understanding here that your people are your greatest asset and they will be the key to uh, reaching success, growing your businesses, growing the industry nationwide. And it all comes down to having the right people, having the right education, the right knowledge, uh, and knowing what to do with it. So again, really appreciate you coming on today. Uh, To find out more about Alex, you can visit www.ncrma.net backslash about. 
Um, and everyone that found this podcast informative should go to our NCRM Academy webpage. Uh, that is ncrma.net backslash NCRM Academy. So that's NCRM A-C-A-D-E-M-Y. And you can find uh, these new four courses and uh, explore all the other courses that we have to offer. And um, just to point out, our academy is always growing. We are constantly and consistently adding new courses to our load at the direction of our members. And as we go into your businesses and we see new areas of opportunity, uh, we use that as an opportunity to further educate you and provide you with the tools necessary for success. Um, one last thing, uh, become a member of the NCRMA and uh, receive discounted course rates uh, along with specialized support for, that your business needs um, from Alex and our team of industry experts. Uh, so to become a member of the NCRMA, go to ncrma.net or you can email us directly at membership at ncrma.net and one of us will reach out to you and uh, you know we're eager and excited to embark on conversations of how we can be your resource, be your support and work with you to achieving your most sustainable business goals. Well, I wanna thank everybody, all the listeners out there today for taking time out, the out of your day to join us. Uh, and Alex, once again, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, I know this won't be the last time you hear Alex's voice on our chronic risk podcast. Um, but I mean this now in both in two ways, stay safe out there, stay safe in terms of, you know, as we uh, slowly get out of this COVID uh, scenario and situation, but also stay safe, take these courses and learn exactly how to, how to do that within your business. Thanks a lot, everybody. We'll see you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.